0: Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, Alhamdulillah rabbil alamin, wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi We continue the discussion on the Salah described and we began talking about the pillars and we spoke about the pillar of standing, and also the pillar of Takbirat al-Ihram, and now we'll talk about the pillar of Al-Fatiha, the opening, reciting the opening chapter of the Quran in Salah. Al-Fatiha, this is the third pillar, reciting the Fatiha in the voluntary In the the Nafil and in the Fard prayer. In the Nafil and in the Fard prayer. The Fatiha is the opening chapter of the Noble Quran. And we discussed its meaning on more than one occasion. And it is available, the discussion on the meaning of the Fatiha. It's available and present on the, you can find it on the site the recitation of the Fatiha is a pillar upon binding upon every musalli, every praying person, and with one exception, the exception is the one who comes late and finds the imam in ruku' Or he meets his imam in a place where, in the prayer, where he is unable to finish reciting the Fatiha. So if he is unable then, because of him coming late, then this is an exception. Of course this is one opinion. The evidence for this, and this is the opinion of our Shaykh, Rahimahullah, and as well as it is the opinion of other scholars, it is the also the school of thought of Al-Imam Shafi, his madhab, and also it is the opinion of Ibn Hazm, Rahimahullah. The evidence for this is the saying of the Prophet La لا صلاة لمن لم يقرأ بفاتحة الكتاب. Whoever doesn't recite the Fatiha in his prayer, his salah is invalid. This hadith is general. And it offers no exception. This hadith is general and offers no exception. And the principle with respect to the general texts is that they remain on their generality and they cannot be particularized except by a proof, either a text or consensus, or correct analogy. And of these three, there is none to particularize. And of these three, there is none to particularize this hadith. Now, if someone says, there is a daleel, there is an evidence which particularizes this general text and that is the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in surah al-a'raf chapter 7 verse 204 وَإِذَا so when the Quran is recited listen to it and be silent that you may receive mercy the answer, that the answer to this is that this verse is 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 general. It comprises listening to whatever may be recited from the Quran in front of someone or before someone. And therefore it is particularised by the text concerning the Fatiha. So the person under this situation is not to stay silent if his Imam recites, because we have a proof that the Fatiha must be recited. This is supported by the evidence of the Hadith of Ubad ibn al-Samit he said that the Prophet ﷺ when he was leading them in Salat al-Fajr he became he, he turned and when he heard some reciting the Quran behind him and he said what's the matter I am being contented with the recitation Then he said, don't recite loud, don't recite when I recite the Quran loudly, and don't recite anything from the Quran when I recite it loudly except for Ummul Quran, the mother of the Quran, meaning the Fatiha. فَإِنَّهُ لَا صَلَاةَ لِمَنْ لَمْ يَقْرَأَ بِهَا because no one's salah is valid if he doesn't recite it. And this is a text. This is a textual proof that is decisive regarding the difference of opinion. Why? Because it addresses a Salah, a loud Salah where recitation is loud, and therefore we should take by it. So this is the situation that the Fatiha is a pillar binding upon every Musalli, the Imam, the ma'moom, the one praying alone. This generality is not particularized except in one case. Why we say this? Because we have a proof. And when there is a generality that is particularized by a proof, then it is to be taken. And this is concerning the masbuq, the one who comes late. If he meets his imam, in bowing position. Or he meets him standing, but he could not finish the prayer because the Imam goes for ruku. This is supported by the following textual proof. The hadith of Abu Bakr in Sahih al-Bukhari. where he met, when he came late, he found that the Prophet ﷺ was in the Ruku'a position. So he rushed. And before reaching the row, he bowed, then moved until he entered the row. And when he finished the Salah, And the Prophet finished it. He said, Who did that? He said, Who did that? Abu Bakr said, Me. So the Prophet made dua for him and admonished him, May Allah increase you in keenness, but don't repeat it again. What's the point of evidence from this? Did he order him to make up the rakah? Which he caught up with the Prophet ﷺ meaning the Rukur? He didn't. We know that when he made the ruku', he didn't read the Fatiha, right? clear? He was not asked to repeat this rak'ah. although he didn't recite the Fatiha. So this is what? A textual proof that particularizes the general hadith which we mentioned earlier. And this is the only exception. This is the only exception. So, and this is the first opinion we mentioned. Some of the scholars are on the opinion that the recitation of the Fatiha is not a pillar. It's not a pillar binding upon every praying Muslim. And they took as their proof the general saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Consenting the recitation of the Quran, Surah Al Muzamil 73 20. Qa'allahu ta'ala, Fakra'u mata yassara Min al Quran. Fakra'u mata yassara mina al Quran. So recite as much as of the Quran as may be easy for you. And also they took from the Sunnah the general saying of the Prophet ﷺ concerning the admonition when he gave to the person who didn't perform the Salah correctly, he admonished him, he said ثُمَّقْرَ مَا تَيَسَّرَ مَعَكَ مِنَ الْقُرْآنَ Then recite as much of the Quran as you may have. They said here, this person did not perform the Salah correctly and his situation demands that this that the recitations be made clear to him and had the Fatiha in itself been obligated then the Prophet Sallallahu would have specified that to him. Because he needs to know. And since the Prophet Sallallahu did not specify it in his admonition, then it is therefore concluded that it is not an obligation. And as you can tell, this is a strong argument. This is a strong argument. However, it can be answered. However, it can be answered. Did you understand the argument? Did you understand the argument? Mm-hmm. Now, however, <coughs> this is answerable. We say in the answer, the wording, "ma As may be easy, is general. Is general. And the other textual proofs made it clear that it is inevitable to recite the Quran. So we take this general and restrict it by the Textual proofs demanding the recitation of the Fatiha. This is one proof. The second is, everyone knows that the easiest of the Quran overall is what? Is the recitation of what? Is the recitation of what? The Fatiha. Exactly. Exactly exactly, because it is recited often in the loud recitations, and everyone hears it, and it may be repeated in every loud recitation in Salah, twice, and this is different from the other chapters of the Qur'an. Now, the third opinion, the third opinion, that the recitation of the Fatiha is a pillar binding upon other than the Ma'mum, binding upon other than the Ma'mum. the Ma'moom meaning the follower of the imam. So it is not binding upon the ma'amum, simply. Neither in the loud, nor in the secret salah. And according to this opinion, if the imam makes takbir, I'm sorry, if the Ma'mum makes takbir, And keep silent. Until his imam makes ruku' then he makes ruku' with him then in accordance with this opinion his salah is what? You know? His salah is what now in accordance with this opinion? It's valid. In accordance with this opinion his salah is valid. The one who took by this opinion, their proof is in the saying of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, man kana lahu imam, whoever has an imam, to lead him, faqira'atul imam lahu then the recitation of the imam, leading him, is a recitation for him, for However, this hadith is inauthentic, this hadith is inauthentic, and therefore it cannot stand as a proof. This is the third opinion, fourth opinion, that the recitation of the Fatiha is a pillar binding upon every musalli, every praying person, Muslim praying person, except the ma'mum in the loud salah. It is binding upon every musalli, musallin, except The Ma'moom in the loud in the loudly recited salah. Clear? Clear this position? On every person praying, except in a loud salah, the ma'mum does not do that. And this is the position taken by Shaykh Al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah Rahimahullah and from the contemporary scholars Al-Shaykh Al-Albani Rahimahullah and they took as proof and they took as proof the hadith of Abi Hurairah Rahimahullah may Allah be pleased with And in this hadith Abu Hurairah said And this is in in Abi Dawud um, volume 1 hadith 825 When the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam finished a prayer in which he recited the Quran loudly. He asked, he sallallahu alayhi asked, Did any of you recite along with me just now? A man replied, Yes, Messenger of Allah. He said he said, I am wondering what is the matter with me? that I have been contented with reciting the Qur'an. He said, I am wondering what is the matter with me that I have been contented with reciting the Qur'an. He said, when the people heard that from the Messenger وسلم, they ceased reciting. The Qur'an meaning, along with him at the prayers in which he recited loud. So, in accordance with this opinion, based upon this evidence, that the command to recite the Fatiha now is abrogated. And therefore, the recitation of the Fatiha is not binding upon the ma'mum the follower, if the imam recites loudly. Is that clear? Is that clear? The position. This fourth position. How can we respond to this? How can this be addressed? We say, this is again, this is general. And the command to recite the Fatiha is more particular than this. And since it is more particular, then it takes precedence. And this is the conclusion of our Shaykh, where he preponderates that the Fatiha Recitation of the Fatiha is a pillar, upon is a pillar binding upon every musalli, except in the case of the one who comes late and finds the imam in ruku', or meets the imam standing, but could not finish the recitation of the Fatiha because the imam goes for the bowing. He must follow him. Now, this is a summarized illustration of the positions by the scholars concerning the recitation of the Fatiha. And therefore, from this last position which you have heard, the preponderation that the recitation of the Fatiha is a pillar binding upon every Musalli, the strong other position, the other strong position is that taken by Sheikh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah and of the latter one, and by al-Sheikh al-Albani rahimahullah. And given this, therefore, the conclusion is, it is precautionary to fulfill the recitation of the Fatiha. Question. Now, is the recitation of the Fatiha obligatory in every rakah? Is the recitation of the Fatiha obligatory in every rakah? Or, it is sufficient to recite it in one rak'ah only. There is Ikhtilaf, there is difference of opinion concerning this. Some of the scholars said that if the Musalli recites the Fatiha in one rak'ah then this is, this suffices him for the entire Raka'at in Salah. Because of the general wording of the Hadith, no one's Salah is valid. The, the one who does not recite the Fatiha, the Fatiha al-Kitab, his Salah is invalid. And this Hadith did not specify in each Raka'at. However, the correct opinion is that it is to be recited in each rakah. And the evidence is that the Prophet ﷺ, when he admonished the person who did not perform his salah correctly, he told him ثُمَّ فَعَلْ ذَلِكَ فِي صَلَاتِكَ كُلِّهَا Then do this in the rest of your salah. Secondly, the Prophet ﷺ continued to recite the Fatiha in each rakah. And he ﷺ commanded us to pray as what, as in the hadith, pray as you had seen me praying. And therefore the preponderating opinion is that the recitation of the Fatiha is a pillar in each rakah. Upon every musalli, and there is no exception, except with the case of Hadith Abu. I'm asking you, except in the Hadith of Abu. Hmm. Hadith of Abu, Abu Bakr. Not the Hadith of Abu Bakr. Abu Bakr, when he came late, and he met the prayer, and he met the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. In bowing. Now, we'll stop here, inshallah. This concludes the third pillar. So what are the three pillars we have discussed now? This is a question. What are the three pillars we have discussed so far? I mean, the standing, the takbir of ihram, opening, and then the fatiha. Correct. والحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم